1: you're listening to the pastor scott show podcast have any questions or comments email pastor scott now at pastor scott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m and now here's pastor scott Happy Friday, everybody.
2: Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Good to be with you. We will do some open line Friday today, later on. And uh, we'll talk about, uh, I'm real curious if you're going to the uh, Dodger game tonight, and uh, we'll talk about that here in a little bit. You know, with all of the, the subjects Matter going on when it's with pride and the controversies and different things. You know, behind the scenes of that is the the rainbow and on the flag. One of my wife's big pet peeves is she loves rainbows, but she feels like she can't post them anywhere because people question what it is she's communicating because she works at a school. In fact, uh, one time I remember we had VBS vacation Bible school at our church and a really great display. And our children's director always did a fantastic job putting that together. But one time I walked in to the sanctuary and on the stage are these streamers of different colors coming down, and it wasn't exactly the right order, but it was almost the same thing as the uh, the pride flag, and uh, it was just meant to be the colors of the rainbow, and that's what it is. And I thought, oh my gosh, people are going to walk in here because for VBS we get people from all walks of life and everybody in there who may not know anything about what our church is about, <laughs> and we had to we you know we we had to tell people, no no that's not what it is, just a rainbow. Well, you know if you've been thinking about that it has a it's a the rainbow is meant to be something very significant for for Christian people, uh, even for Jewish people and because of the scriptural references. And there is a movement that is beginning called Taking the Rainbow Back. With me to talk about that is Rabbi Kurt Schneider. He is the host of Discovering the Jewish Jesus, which is seen and heard nationally all over the world, in fact, on radio, TV, YouTube, and everywhere else. He's the author of many books. Rabbi Schneider can also be heard right here on KKLA in Los Angeles at 1 p.m. Monday through Friday. He's also heard at 11.30 a.m. on KPraise in San Diego. And uh, Rabbi, welcome back to the Pastor Scott Show.
3: God bless you, my brother. Good to, I'll be with you once again, Pastor Scott.
2: Hey, it's great to have you on. And uh, we want to have you on because you have this movement you've started. It's called Taking the Rainbow Back. You can learn about it at takingtherainbowback.com. And, or taking, yeah, takingtherainbowback.com. You know, my wife's story, I think a lot of people's story is, a, it's an interesting thing that our has happened in our culture, is that the rainbow m- gives a message that I think a lot of people who wear rainbow earrings or rainbow other stuff don't mean to be sending.
3: Well, that's such a good point. And, of course, that's the intimidation that God's people are, are struggling with. I did a YouTube Live last day. We've already got about twenty four, twenty five thousand 25,000 people in just a few hours. The uh, thumbnail was called, Has Satan Shut You Up? It's on my YouTube channel, Rabbi Schneider. Mm. And the, also I talk about what I believe Satan's going to do next. I encourage everyone that's listening to watch it. Uh, what's what God show me what's going to do next? It's got a, a thumbnail once again of a person with a mask on because Satan is trying to shut God's people up from identifying with the rainbow and from speaking out against what's wrong because they're afraid of being misunderstood. In this particular case, Pastor Scott, as you mentioned, it's people, uh, God's people are afraid to uh, use rainbow decoration, wear rainbow clothing, as you just described, because they're afraid they're going to be associated with something else. And God's people are also afraid to speak out about the LGBTQ issues and the gender identity issues because they're afraid of being labeled haters. But I love what you just said, Pastor, because you had that imagery up. You realized that it was uh, there was a potential to be misunderstood. So what you did was you clarified what you were saying. And I think that's the answer. God's people need to take the rainbow back by going out and going bold with rainbow tire uh, colored uh, apparel we've also got some beautiful tracks that we've made available at com. what's at the end of the rainbow and what the what's the rainbow really about because we the, the answer is not for us to go into the closet and hide and and disassociate and simply leave the rainbow go mm-hmm. to the lgbtq ideology and let them hijack it from us the answer is for us to come out and come out proud in the lord the lord uh, if you're going to boast boast in the lord and 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 for example the shirts that we have available at takingtherainbow.com black shirt beautiful rainbow on it with scripture references yeah and then a domain name so that people see these are christian people so we need we need to resist uh being intimidated and being made to feel ashamed because god's given us a spirit of power and of love yeah. and if we give this up pastor scott if we give this up, if we surrender this to the world, only God knows what's going to happen next. And that's what I talk about by by the way on the YouTube video that I just yeah. shared.
2: Okay, let's talk about the scripture references because I think that there's a lot of people listening. Some aren't Christians, and some yeah. are new believers, and they don't really know where the 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 Christian um, symbolism of the rainbow comes from scripturally. You mentioned the the materials that you have, and there's three yeah. scripture verses. Can you let's go through those here? Uh, so that people understand why this is important for Christians.
3: Yes. Well, the scripture, and that's a great angle, great way, uh, path to go forward here, Pastor. Uh, Number one, people generally associate the rainbow with the book of Genesis, we call Bereshit in Hebrew chapter 9, where the Lord put up the rainbow in the sky after he uh, drowned the world with the flood due to all the abominations that were taking place on the earth. And after the flood subsided, he put the rainbow as we know in the sky and he said to Noah this is a sign of the everlasting covenant that God has that I have the Lord said with all living creatures and so this was a symbol of of, of mercy the covenant that the rainbow in the sky was a symbol of mercy that God has going to have mercy on the earth by never again destroying with a flood that's the scripture that people generally think of yeah. but i actually like two other scriptures that are associated with the rainbow personally even more the first one is in Ezekiel chapter 1, verse 28, where the Hebrew prophet Ezekiel, he sees Jesus glorified, and he sees the Lord, and Ezekiel said, he appeared in the form of a man, and there was fire inside him, and the fire that was within him went up and down, and then Ezekiel said, and all around him was the radiance of a rainbow. I mean, it's so beautiful. Yeah, and then finally, finally, Revelation chapter four, verse three, where the where the Apostle John's on the island of Patmos, he receives what we now call the Book of Revelation. He receives the revelation. He's called up by the Spirit to see God on the throne, and John sees God on the throne, and John says, and around his throne was a R A N R A I N B O W, a rainbow. Right. So, Christian Christians can't just surrender this.
2: You know, it's something that I, you know, I as a kid, rainbow always reminded uh, Christians. If you grew up in Christian, or if you went to church, you probably went to Sunday school at some point. And in, in previous generations, not the current Jeopardy watching crowd, apparently, but the you know you probably went to Sunday school. You learned about Noah. That's you're right. That's normally where people would get that. And you kind of would see the rainbow, and it would remind you of God's word. And that is something that, in God's mercy and salvation, and that is something that's happened where today, you know, you're talking about uh, boldly wearing the rainbow and kind of taking it back. Um, I think there's some people are going to have to go ahead and reconcile that to say, you know what, people are going to mistake me um, for having a an ideology or a practice or, you know, a orientation. Different people will come at it from different angles. That isn't what I'm saying. But we're going to have to be able to explain biblically, no, I'm wearing this because I'm identifying with the mercy of God.
3: Amen. Pastor Scott, you're right. You hit it on the head. It's going to take courage. But you know, following Jesus is not for sissies. <laughs> uh, we've been called not just to uh, reign with him, the scripture says, but to suffer with him. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And that's, I think, something that Christians also have to realize that the, the we've had it pretty easy in the United States. Um. You know, and we what we call persecution today in the United States is not really persecution. Um, no. You know, not nothing compared to what Christians have dealt with historically and what many Christians are dealing with around the world today. So, standing up for you know the freedom to wear a rainbow and apply it to scriptures, um, you're going to get some looks and you're going to get some hate, but you also might get some some serious um, questions about well, what does that mean? Because I think the culture has lost. The original symbolism of the rainbow.
3: Well, the thing is, my brother, if if we back down on this, I know what's going to happen next. I, I do know what's going to happen next. Again, watch the YouTube video, Rabbi Schneider's channel. Uh, God, show me what's going to happen next, because this is the last. This is the last stake in the ground right now before Satan completely takes over the world. When we surrender uh, to the, you know, to, by not speaking up and speaking out. Because all it takes for evil to triumph is for good people to remain silent. And if you're, we you're talking about things this... much
2: bigger than just the rainbow here also, because there's obviously yeah. a lot of uh, a lot of things that are um, being taught today and a whole lot of subjects that are contrary to how God has made the universe.
3: Absolutely. This is really interesting because one of my one of my objectives here, pastor, is to get people to sober up and to recognize how serious this is and why it's detrimental that God's people take a stand on this issue and don't surrender it. You're right. It is bigger than the rainbow. This is a whole attempt of Satan because we're not dealing with people. This is not a struggle against flesh and blood. This is standing our ground in the spirit of God against the powers of darkness, because this is what's happened. If you think about it, first, these spirits were in the closet. Then they came out of the closet. And you guys know what I'm talking about. Then they demanded their rights. They demanded the right to be represented. They demanded the right for men to be able to marry men, etc. Then after they demanded rights, then they took away our rights. Now we can't speak up. Now we can't put a post on uh, social media without getting canceled or cultured. And finally, what they did is they put God's people in the closet. First, they were in the closet. Then they came out of the closet. The spirits I'm talking about manifesting, of course, through people. Then they demanded rights. Then they took away our rights. And so you can no longer hire who you want to hire. And now they put Christians in the closet. So Christians are cowering in their closets, afraid to speak up and speak out. And my friends, we can't let it be. We will take some hits, but you know, we've been chosen, like I said, not just to reign with Jesus, but to suffer with them. Join the movement. Go to com and get involved.
2: You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show. My guest is Rabbi Kurt Schneider, and he, as part of his ministry, has a, a uh, uh, what do you call it? He's calling it a movement. It's called Taking the Rainbow yeah. Back. You can learn about it at com. You know, when, when you talk about spirits like this, what you know and maybe you can flush that out a little bit i think one of the things that makes this difficult for christians is that you know we want to make sure that we're loving and we have friends and we have family who are maybe gay or um in part of the lgbtq one of those letters that they're a part of and we want to be able to distinguish you know between hey we're we're we want to be able to say that we're loving and this is hard because you're not going to be told you're loving But our battle, the scriptures tells us, is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world. And part of this is that as Christians, we have to believe that that's true. We have to believe that there are spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms and not skip that part as, uh, you know, Paul didn't skip it in Ephesians. How do we communicate that, you know, when we're talking about what we think is a corruption of... Uh, what's happening in that there is sin in a world that is so misunderstanding of that? Yes. Well, first
3: of all, we have to be anchored in, in God's love. We have to be anchored in God's love. And then we have to be anchored in the truth. You know, Paul told us to speak the truth in love. So a lot of handling this correctly is just in who we are, you know, in terms of our relationship with God, because if we're anchored in Jesus's love and we're anchored in truth, then the Holy Spirit's going to lead us and give us wisdom how to handle it. But think about this. Before Jesus came, John the Baptist came. There was a rude awakening before there was a great awakening. A lot of times the first thing that brings people into a relationship with God And and being in a place where they can experience his love is they need to be confronted with 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 sin. And, uh, you know, if we went to the doctor and we and and the doctor did some tests on us and he discovered that we had cancer, the loving thing for the doctor to do would not be to not tell us that we have cancer because he doesn't want to make us feel bad. Right. The loving (sighs) thing for the doctor to do is to tell us the truth in love. And that's what we need to do. But we can't shrink back. And that's the problem. God's people have have misunderstood what empathy is because the powers of darkness have weaponized empathy. And they've made us feel that, you know, if someone is going to be um, offended with the message, then we can't speak the message because that's not being loving.
2: And that's what you mean by the weaponizing of empathy, where on the one hand, you want to hear what somebody else believes and what they think. You want to hear them out. But it's not rude to disagree. Uh right. and, and to challenge beliefs that ultimately have destruction. And that's something that we're seeing right now, I think. You know, what what I'm thinking about your movement here, um there are people actually who are even gays and lesbians who actually are saying maybe we should dump the flag. You know. It's because yeah. there's so much division right now when we're talking about the child abuse and the, the trans movement and really the ideologies behind all of that. Um, what we're seeing is an unraveling, even of the things that people were hoping to gain by it uh, a few years ago.
3: Yeah, and it is it is the um, the agenda again. To stress that it's a, an agenda of yeah. Satan manifesting through people, but the agenda of the LGBTQ movement is political uh, rather than them being unified in uh, in in purpose and and um, in their uh, vision for their own personal lives. Because we know that there's a lot of infighting going on right now between the homosexual community and the transgender community. Because right. those that are part of the transgender are, you know, really out and proud in the drag queen story hours. And it's bringing a lot of negative press and a lot in the homosexual community are like, just, you know, we don't want that. We, we just want to be left alone to, to, to live our life. So they're unified for the purposes of political change, but they're not really unified in terms of, you know, who they are in uh, in community.
2: Right. There's so many different things. And maybe that's a that is a way that um, maybe that's why this is the right time to start to take the rainbow back, as you put it, is that it might be a time where uh, that argument is uh, going to work that, you know, you know, I, I that's kind of what I'm seeing with this is that, you know, I don't know. Ten years ago, I don't think people would have jumped on board with that, even though they would agree. Now, I think they might.
3: Brother, we have to. I mean, this is we have to. Um, if we don't stand up to this LGBTQ agenda and them stealing, you know, it's the one God's precious. I mean, listen, we, we, we use the symbols of the, of the fish, right, the Christian right. fish as a Christian symbol, etc. But when you look in the Scripture, you don't see the Christian fish as a symbol in Scripture, and forgive me, I, I mean, I love the cross. I'm all about the cross of Christ. You know, Paul said he was committed to preaching no other you know gospel but the gospel of the cross of Christ. I'm, I'm 100%, 1,000% in. But the cross isn't a symbol of Scripture. But what you look at in Scripture is you see the rainbow in the sky as a sign of the covenant. You see you see the Son of God glorified in Ezekiel 1, 28 with a rainbow around him. And finally, you see the Lord on the throne in heaven with the rainbow around his throne. Christians have to become militant in believing and walking forward in the truth. If mm-hmm. we're going to make impact and have and have a be a force to be reckoned with for the glory of God and for the purposes of truth and to save our children.
2: You, when you and when you say militant, you're you're talking about being you know open and uh, bold about this. And you, to say to say to save our kids, that is something that I think is also. Everybody's becoming aware right now that the the ideology and the agenda that's behind all this—that they're going after kids.
3: Totally. Yeah. So when I speak about militant, you know, I'm not speaking about violence. Right. God forbid. I mean, we're talking about this is a love initiative, God. You know, this is this is this is all about love. But I'm talking about being so committed to to the cause of Christ you know, that we're soldiers of the cross that, mm-hmm. you know, the scripture actually calls us so that we need to be willing to fight for the truth. Yeah. You know, Paul said, Paul said, he said, he said, have I become your enemy by telling you the truth? Sometimes we might be looked at as enemies, but sometimes that's the price that has to be paid when we're telling the truth. You know, Jesus was a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense, and we need to get in, in, in his camp and be the salt of the earth and the light of the world and take the rainbow back.
2: You're listening to Rabbi uh, Kurt Schneider, and we're, he is talking about a movement called Taking the Rainbow Back. You can learn more at takingtherainbowback.com. dot com. If people go to the website, how do they connect with this movement, uh, Rabbi? What uh, what are they going to learn, and what do they do?
3: Well, practically speaking, uh, number one, they're going to receive good good strong teaching materials. Um, there's a video at the, when they go to the website that explains my heart. I really encourage people to watch the video that I did last night live. Once again, Rabbi Standard's YouTube channel. It's called God Show Me What's Going to Happen Next. Uh, the thumbnail says, uh, has Satan shut you up? So first of all, people will be em- empowered through sound biblical teaching. Secondly, there's a way for people to sign up to receive personal texts from me in real time. So I'm raising up an army and, you know, I don't overuse the privilege, you know, like once every week, once every 10 days, whatever it is, I'll shoot out a quick text for the people that have signed up to receive personal texts from me only. They're not coming from any of my staff people. And the purpose of the text is to build people up and to empower them to be strong in the earth for the Lord's army. So Mm. first it's the teaching, it's the text. And then finally, um, we have apparel and tracks that people can wear that will help them promote the cause to the glory of God to take the rainbow back. Beautiful t-shirts. Every time we sell one, Pastor Scott, we're taking a financial loss, but I want to get them into as many people's hands as possible because together we can make a huge difference. To be salt, for example, if you're having soup, you don't have to put a two pound uh, chunk of salt in the soup to change the nature of the flavor. You just need to sprinkle it. Right. That's the same yeah. thing here in our culture. We're the salt group. We don't have to have convert everybody in America. We just have a, enough believers that love God, that are willing to be bold and take a few hits to wear these shirts out in public. And like you began to say, Pastor Scott, things are going to begin to change.
2: Yeah, I think they are. And don't be afraid to wear rainbow stuff and be prepared to give a reason for it. it. You know, I that's think that's it. a big thing for Christians just anyway, is that we need to be prepared to give a reason for the hope we have. That's what we're told in Scripture. And, you know, maybe a rainbow shirt will prompt the conversation that you need to have with somebody. I Uh, love it. Yeah. I
3: love what you're saying. Uh,
2: Rabbi, uh, the website people should go to now, they can sign up, is takingtherainbowback.com. And uh, that is part of your uh, greater ministry that is called Discovering the Jewish Jesus. And uh, pe- people can hear Discovering the Jewish Jesus right here on KKLA at 1 o'clock, 1 p.m. in Los Angeles on KKLA, and also 1130 in San Diego on K Praise. And uh, you can learn more about Rabbi Schneider's ministry at DiscoveringTheJewishJesus.com. And there's links to that. It might be easier to remember, TakingTheRainbowBack.com. But both of those are pretty easy, Rabbi. And uh, any final words for us uh, before we go, Rabbi?
3: Only thank you for having me on, my friend, and blessings and love to all. May we finish the race strong, all of us together.
2: All right, Rabbi Schneider, thank you for being with me on the Pastor Scott Show today.
3: God bless you. Thanks again.
2: All right, God bless you. Uh, the website again is rainbowback dot com. You know, and I think as as I think about uh, as I think about, uh, thank you, Wilbert. <laughs> <laughs> As uh, I don't know if everybody heard that was going on, the conversation, the thank yous in my in my ear. But, um, you know, it is um, I think it's an interesting thing to realize that, you know what, you can wear the rainbow and you can do that. And people might assume something. I moved in when I moved to San Diego in the 1990s, I moved into Hillcrest, which is a gay neighborhood and the rainbow flags everywhere. And I didn't know what it meant, actually. I had no idea what the rainbow flag was at the time. And it was funny because people would say to me, oh, you're moving to San Diego because uh, I lived up here. And they said, I said, We're, they said where are you moving to? And I said, oh, I'm going to Hillcrest. And they would go, oh. And I got these weird responses from people all the time. And finally I asked a friend from San Diego who says, why do people respond to me so funny when I tell them I'm moving there? And she told me. And then I, later I understood what the rainbow flag was. And stuff. I didn't even know that was a thing. And, um, but it has actually been a thing since, uh, the late seventies or early eighties. So it's been around a long time. Anyway, you don't have to give that up and you don't have to say, I don't want to wear that because people might think something about me. Maybe what they're going to think about you once they get to know you is that you love Jesus. And remember to love others through it. I've got to take a break, and then I'll get to your calls. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. And I see your calls, Oscar, Michael, and Susan. And here's a thought for you. Are you going to the Dodger game tonight? And, uh, hey, if you are, you're in the car, you're getting ready to go, uh, what is your expectation? What's going to happen uh, tonight at the game uh, as it is Pride Night at Dodger Stadium? It's been controversial and uh, we'll talk about that when we come back. This is the Pastor Scott Show, Friday edition. We'll be right back. Stay tuned.
1: You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at com, or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everybody. It is the Pastor Scott Show, 888-528-255.
2: Seven, and you know what? Tonight is uh, the Pride night at Dodger Stadium that has been so controversial for so long. And, uh, my, you know, one thought I have is if you're going to that game, you're in the car, or you're getting ready to go um you know what are your thoughts what are you expecting about that game and i really want to hear from you if <laughs> if you just now found out it was the pride night and you had no idea and you're already in the car you know that must be an interesting conversation maybe we can part of that be a part of that one too 888-528-2557 let me get to the phones here uh oscar and san gabriel welcome to the pastor scott show
4: uh yeah i was hearing what the rabbi say uh well, the Great Commission is the uh, Joshua Jesus said to go out and preach. I mean, we don't have to go fight for what already belongs to Him. He said He will never ever destroy the world with uh, water, and the rainbow belongs to Him. But this Sodom and Gomorrah, what we have to do, and what He's right, is these cowardly churches that we have, and all of all of us, a single person, we have to preach. I mean, you notice, you hear the radio, I hear 99.5. Hardly anyone speaks about uh, these Sodom and Gomorrah, while they are getting our kids, they are getting everywhere, they're making a mess, it's just the devil that is causing this destruction. John 3.16, go out and preach the Great Commission. I don't disagree with the Rabbi about this. Uh, I don't think I don't think it's the right thing. Jesus, Yeshua said, go out and preach. And he'll do the rest. The mm. Holy Spirit is right now. Right, right now is the Holy Spirit era. So he, we have him here, and he is here. He's well aware what this uh, uh Sodom and Gomorrah people yeah. are doing do you, movement there already. I'm sorry. Do you yeah, think boy. it's
2: a useful thing to uh, to try to take the rainbow back and remind people that it is a, a Christian symbol originally?
4: Completely disagree. The Bible says to go out and preach. That's the Great Commission, and the Holy Spirit will do the rest. Uh, the, yeah, the, the rabbi's suggestions and this and that, but uh, no, the Great Commission is to go out and preach. And to so really, make disciples.
2: To make disciples.
4: In the church, we don't do it. You you check on every church every Sunday, every Wednesday, nobody's saying anything. Well, these people in the morning, transgender, teaching our kids, and they tell them, no, if you want surgery, that's fine, you can do it. If a dad and mom say something, I mean, they they cannot say nothing. They'll throw them in jail. No, we have to pray, and we have to go out and preach. Every Saturday, every 7, it, uh, the Bible says they're a time and on time, and we just have to preach. But this thing about the—no, uh, that completely disagree with that. Yeah, but yeah, that that was— all i wanted to say i love your show pastor
2: all right oscar thanks for calling the pastor scott right. show 888-528-2557 michael in hollywood welcome to the pastor scott show
5: uh, hi um i just want to um comment that i think that you know this um this like really powerful pushing of the lgbt stuff is um just another you know part of the agenda to degrade the country um and i know you know prior things were you know black against white and um i think it's just another another you know part of the plan to really divide and conquer everyone and um by whoever needs america to fall you know maybe it's china i don't know
2: well you know what's interesting is and i was having this discussion uh with some people earlier today about the protests that are going on in front of schools and there's a couple of people who have you know brought cameras and they're there on purpose to record what happens and you know what's happened in uh, Glendale and in North Hollywood here in Los Angeles is that Antifa and uh, some groups have come and really have started the Um, There was a little bit of a ruckus in Glendale. And the interesting thing about this is that many of the people who are starting this and who are pushing the indoctrination, the transgender indoctrination and stuff, they're not gay. They're not part – they wouldn't consider themselves part of LGBTQ. And I find that interesting that – and I think it goes to your point that there's an agenda that is beyond – certainly beyond people's rights or even people's ideas, even about sexuality that's going on. It's an agenda to change the foundations of our entire culture and uh, and the family. And this is just one tactic. And I think we're becoming more aware of that. I'm not
5: sure if you've also heard about the TikTok uh, here in America compared to uh, the TikTok in China and how much more educational and how beneficial it is to the youth. Yeah in uh, in China compared to in America. Yeah, I
2: have heard that. So my understanding is that in China, number 1, people's TikTok is limited to 45 minutes or something like that and then it shuts off for the day, but then secondly, it's driven to give you more educational content where in the United States and around the world the TikTok app is more uh, entertainment and sort of, uh, you know, it can, might focus a lot on sexual issues or, or women or divisive issues in other ways um, and not educational. And that's something that's very interesting.
5: I, I think maybe the good thing is, is after, uh, you know, years are going by since 2020 and all the, all the riots and all this stuff, it's, it's becoming more and more clear to everyone about what's really going on.
2: Yeah, you know, and that's uh, and Michael, I appreciate your call. I'm going to go on to some other calls here, but I appreciate uh, your calls on that. You know, and and to that point, I was thinking about that earlier too. Is that, you know, with the the rioting and stuff that we're experienced in 2020 and some other things, you know, behind what drove a lot of people was some serious questions that we need to ask in our society about race, and there were questions even related to that about the COVID and other stuff. But what propped, you know, what came up out of that. Shortly afterward, was an agenda that is not really in, about race or not about um, how do we come together, but how do we divide further? And it's a very interesting thing to look at that and go, I think that the, what the covid did was in so many ways it drove a lot of things that were undercurrents in our society to the surface. And we're seeing that, for example, parents got to see what's happening in their school classrooms because of the Zoom classes and the distance learning and and parents were like, what is this? Why is this happening in my child's classroom? And we learned that there are agendas that are um, presented as agendas about rights and presented as agendas about unity and things. But then the undercurrent side of it is not about those things. Uh, we've done a show before about why and Marxism, for example, and I always get nervous about, you know, when people say, oh, it's Marxism or or fascism or stuff. Those use, words are used so incorrectly so often. But when you study Marx and you study what he thought of the family and what his contemporaries thought needed to happen in order to, to change culture, all of them attacked the family, including Marx. He felt that, that one of the reasons that uh, some people are oppressed and that some people aren't He blamed it on the traditional family, and he specifically said you have to end uh, marriage and family and kids. Everybody needs to be individualistic and wards of the state in order to break free of some of the things that he was saying, and that is the stated agenda by a lot of different groups. Um, that they have to do. And I think that the COVID uh, brought that to the surface, something that was going on all the time anyway. It's a, it's another longer discussion. 888-528-2557. Uh, Susan, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hello. Hi, Susan.
6: Hi. Um, thank you for taking my call. I just called to share uh, there's a prayerful procession at the Dodger Stadium happening right now. It started at about 3 o'clock.
2: Yeah. Are you there? Uh,
6: yeah, but- Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me?
2: Yeah, I can hear you, but can I mean, you are me? you at Dodger Stadium right now?
6: Oh, no, I'm at work. I'm oh, okay. Sorry. I'm a driver. I wanted to call you yesterday, but I couldn't get a chance. I got a break right now. Yeah. But uh, no, I, can't. I couldn't go. I'm a, I'm a bus driver. Oh, okay. Um, but the event is at the, it starts at the, at the Dodger Stadium, parking lot 13, and there's free parking at the Lilac Terrace there. And it's prayers, procession, worship, music, and featured speeches. And it's going on; it will last till from uh, till seven PM tonight. Okay, to and that'll
2: be right before uh, seven PM. The game probably starts at seven or seven thirty. Yeah, uh, it's just
6: basically <clears throat> because of the situation with the uh, perpetual, just a perpetual indulgence and the fact that, uh,
2: that's that right. they
6: accepted their invitation. That's why they're having this prayerful walk.
2: Yeah, well, and I'm hoping that it is uh, peaceful. Uh, yesterday, I, uh, you know, and that I don't know. Somebody asked me today: Is Antifa going to be there? Is there going to be some kind of uh, thing happening out in the uh, at Dodger Stadium? I don't think so. Um, but if you're going to that, you know, if there is something like that, you know, keep it pre- uh, peaceful. Do not engage if somebody goads you. Just pray uh, and yeah. sing and and uh, you yeah. know represent Christ the best it can.
6: Yeah, yeah, I just called to share that that that's going on right now. And, yeah. And go.
2: All right, Susan, thank you for sharing that. And if you are listening and you're going to that, or maybe you're listening and you're at that, give me a call, 888-528-2557. Would love to know what you think. If you're listening and you just now learned about it, uh, just now, and you're going to the game and you just found out tonight is that night, you know, what are your thoughts about it? 888-528-2557. Let's see here. Um, Cynthia from Laguna Niguel, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show.
7: Thank you, Scott, and great show. By the way, Thank really you, doing a great job out there. Um, I just wanted to say I think it's interesting um, that of that that group and talking about what the rabbi was talking about taking back the flag, that they just by chance picked the rainbow flag. I think that's no coincidence, and I think it's God's humor and poetic justice at the at, in the part of God that they chose that flag. We should therefore use that the flag reference. To show God's love and to show what that means, our, the covenant with Christ and God, and yeah. and use that as a point of conversation. And by all means, let it you know, let it out. Let's wear it. Let's wear it with pride and, and share the gospel with pride, uh, but not pride, right? Right. Um, you let's, let's really it, talk uh, about our love for God in and, and Christ, and and it just cracks me up that of all the flags that they picked. It's the one that has such significance. And I think, look at it that way and think about that and put a smile on your face when you're going out and spreading the gospel. Yeah, To me, it's not a coincidence.
2: You know, and maybe it's something where God is, where people are going to learn the mercy of God and the grace of God and the forgiveness of God, you know, in time through this. I think we're going to go through something in the next year, year and a half, maybe longer as a culture that's going to be really tough. Uh, through this. But I think there's also an interesting thing happening where people are seeing other agendas that aren't even related to the original agendas uh, getting flushed out here. And in the middle of that, it might be that the rainbow gets understood in a biblical sense. And that would be a wonderful thing.
6: Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Cynthia, thanks for calling the Pastor Scott Show. Uh, i got to take a break. I see your calls up there, uh, Olivia and Steve. This is the Pastor Scott Show. It's open line Friday. You can call about anything you'd like. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. I'll be back as the Friday edition of the Pastor Scott Show continues. Stay tuned.
1: You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show.
7: Adjectives 200. Matthew 6, 9 says, Our Father which art in heaven, this be thy name. Hallowed be thy name.
2: That was Jeopardy this week, and it has caused quite a stir because none of the super smart, you have to take an exam to actually be on the show, contestants, knew the answer to this easy biblical question.
7: Adjectives 200. Matthew 6, 9 says, Our Father which art in heaven, this be thy name.
2: Hallowed be thy name. None of them knew. You know, it, it used to be, and this is probably changing because of our culture becoming, you know, un. it's not unchurched, it's just non-churched, right? There used to be a time where you could go to any open mic, and I tried this a couple times and I've seen it. I saw somebody do it at a uh, political rally. I think it was Donald Trump, but I also saw one at a Barack Obama uh, event when he was president, somebody just goes up to the mic and they just say, "Our Father who art in heaven," and then half the crowd joins in. How would be not everybody knows it if you were if you're Catholic or if you were Lutheran or you went to a church that that recited the Lord's Prayer all the time. It's just by rote, you know. You just have it. It's just in your head. But apparently, not the uh, Jeopardy contestants. I found that to be um, you know interesting, probably sad. Right. Adjectives two hundred.
7: Matthew 6, 9
2: says, Our
7: Father which art in heaven, this be thy name. Hallowed be thy name.
2: Nobody knew. But, you know, we've been talking about the uh, rainbow and the biblical symbolism of the rainbow, and which I think was a lot you know harder maybe to understand, except that if you were a kid and you went to Sunday school, you probably learned about Noah and the rainbow and uh, had some idea about that. 888-528-2557 is the number. It's open line Friday, 888 528 Two five five seven. Steve in Lomita, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show.
4: Thank you. Uh, I was just calling to thank you for having uh, Arthur Asidurian on your program yesterday uh, to explain the situation in the Glendale uh, Unified School District. It was uh, very informative.
2: Arthur was a great guest. He was on the show yesterday. If you didn't hear it, you can get our podcast by looking for the Pastor Scott Show podcast. You can get it at kkla.com, or you can uh, find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, where you get your podcast. Yeah, Arthur was a great guest. He was, um, you know, he has his own ministry in apologetics, but he's also from here and uh, aware of what's happening in the schools, and uh, I'm glad that you enjoyed that uh, very much, Steve. Uh, Steve, when you do you live out, to, you're in Lomita, so um, do you, did you know about Arthur before? or did you just learn about him yesterday?
4: Uh, no, I hadn't heard of him before, but I have seen news reports on the situation in the uh, Glendale School District.
2: Yeah, we uh, thank you for your call, Steve. Appreciate it very thank much. you. Um, we had a lot of discussion about that today because we're talking about future shows. And uh, Tuesday is going to be another board meeting there. And, you know, one of the things that's interesting about that, and I didn't know until today that actually Antifa showed up not only in Glendale, but also in North Hollywood. Um, why? You know, big question is, why is Antifa showing up for this? There's a lot of protests going around the country you know, why this one, and the media has handled it terribly. The media uh, completely continues to falsely accuse the parents of uh, starting a little ruckus that happened there. You know, when people show up and they got uh, combat masks on, helmets on, and masks on, and they've got some of them have little, you know, armor on and stuff, if you feel like you have to wear that going to a uh, protest of some kind, you're probably on the wrong side of it, or you have something to do with it that is not going to end up good. Um, just a just kind of a rule there. So we're curious, you know, about why that is. It made national news. And, um, you know, it is I think we're going to see this issue happen everywhere in the country starting in the fall. And it's from people on the right and left, too. It's not just people who are conservative. It's not just something that is, um, you know, Republicans or right versus left. It's, you know, the people in that audience. In fact, Glendale's uh votes democrat north hollywood votes overwhelmingly democrat many of the people maybe most of the people are people who who vote on the left side of things but who are saying you know what when it comes to my kids you can't do that when it comes to my kids this should not be taught in the third grade to seven-year-olds you know this is something that parents should be involved in and i think people when it's coming to kids and that's something to keep in mind here is that and i think it's a big change that's happened in the culture is we're realizing that our kids are in trouble and that our kids are being indoctrinated. And some of the stories that these parents told about their kids and how uh, one speaker, one school speaker at some event emphasized to all the little kids that they shouldn't go tell their mom and dad, that they, they shouldn't tell their mom and dad what they're talking about. And they were talking about uh, gender issues and sex change and what gender you are and pick your pronouns. But don't tell your mom and dad. Don't tell your mom and dad. I think it's another another axiom we can have on the Pastor Scott Show that if you feel like it's important to share something with a kid and you emphasize that they should not tell mom and dad, you should question whether or not what you're saying is good, right? Why are you doing that? Well, some of those kids, you know, they're little kids and they leave disturbed. Why did I just learn some weird thing and uh, I'm not supposed to tell my mom about it? Uh, that happened, and it's got parents on the right and left uh, very, very upset. Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. 528 2557 Livia in Garden Grove, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show.
8: Hi, Pastor Scott, thank you for the blessing of uh, hearing this conversation today from Rabbi Snyder. Um, I purchased one of the t-shirts, and... Oh, I did. I did. I went on the website a couple of weeks ago. Um, I've been following um, Rabbi Schneider for a while, and I decided to purchase the T-shirt, and I have to tell you, I did quite a debate in my head. Yeah, Uh, Liv, do you really have the courage? Are you bold enough?
2: And so people who weren't listening at the beginning, we had uh, Rabbi Schneider on the show, and he has a movement called Taking the Rainbow Back. And the idea is you buy a T-shirt, and it's got the Scripture references for the rainbow on it, and it'll generate conversation. So you actually have one of those shirts. Have you worn it out in public, and what happened?
8: I, you know, I have to tell you, um, I wore it Sunday, and I wore it to church on Sunday. I wanted to see what people in my congregation, how they would react to it first. It was, it was just It was an experiment for me on that end. And it was very interesting to see the eyes look at me, and kind of read the t-shirt because there's a rainbow there and there's a little bit of scripture um, numbering there but what's really interesting about the covenant of the rainbow that I learned a couple weeks ago is that the rainbow that is of the pride flag is only six colors
2: yeah and it's not quite the same the number of
8: man hmm. it's not the same and the rainbow that is the covenant of God is seven Right? Right. So it was interesting just to have the conversation when I sat down in church. There were a couple of ladies um, sitting behind me. I go to Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills, and they said to me, we love your T-shirt. And I said, thank you. It would be a blessing if you would participate. Take back the rainbow. And they smiled at me and didn't really have much more conversation about it. But I am getting to that place where I'm getting bold enough to walk out with a T-shirt on in public. To be able to have those conversations, because I think as Christians, we do need to be salt and light, and we need to understand that we're all broken. And only by the Savior, Jesus Christ, are we able to come to a place of really knowing who Christ is and what His representation through the rainbow is for us as Christians, but also hopefully to have that conversation with those that don't understand the importance of the rainbow.
2: And, you know, I think it's important that people, if they're going to do that, get prepared for the conversation, right? Because otherwise, otherwise I think... I think it can be something that, on the other side of it, just becomes an antagonistic thing to do to another group of people, right? I
8: don't want it to be a political thing. I want to be prepared as a follower of Christ to love people where they are yeah, And and know that we are all broken and we are all sinners and that we can share the gospel of Jesus Christ in a loving way. By something that can bring conversation.
2: Yeah, like in a, a lot of things. Way. There's a good way to do it, and a not so good way to do it. So, absolutely. Uh, hey, sir. whenever you decide Thank to do you. that, and uh, yes. if you have some experience with it, give us a call back. We'd love to hear. Uh, we'd love to hear how that goes.
8: I will do that. Thank you so much, Pastor. I All appreciate right. it. Have a blessed night.
2: Thank you. You too. Bye bye. All right. This is the Pastor Scott Show. It is Open Line Friday. Oh, that's the wrong one. Here we go. I like that one better because, you know, whenever you heard this as a kid... meant something amazing was coming next. And uh, Open Line Friday is amazing because you all have great questions. Open Line Friday it is about anything you would like to make it about. And we got to take a break here. I see your calls, Sharon and Emma and others who are on the line. We'll get to your calls as the Pastor Scott Show continues in a minute. If you would like the podcast of our show, check it out by going to kkla.com, Pastor Scott Show podcast, keyword Scott. I think you'll find it. You can also find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and I think wherever you get your podcasts. Also, uh, you can follow me on social media. Just look up Scott Furrow and you'll find me there and I'll follow you back if you're a real person. This is the Pastor Scott Show. I'll be back as the
0: Friday edition continues. Stay tuned.